You've just invested in yourself by tuning into the Inner You podcast, recording from our studio here in Cornwall, New York, with your hosts, Lynette and Hoyt. If you're someone who is seeking creative inspiration from everyday people around you, in a few moments, we will tap into the minds of artists of all types. From your local wedding photographer, to mural painters, to your aunt who likes to crochet. Have you ever wondered what led a creator to work in that specific field? Let's Let's find find out. So sit down, relax, or don't. Just just enjoy. enjoy. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the interview podcast with your host, Joel Valenzuela. Unfortunately, my lovely wife can't be with us today. She has to work. Darn you, work. But um, she's here in spirit and heart. She'll get home later today. Help me edit this podcast, but uh, she can't join us today. But thank you for still tuning in. Um, Today, we have a special guest, one of my good friends, Terrence Sharp. That's not Hi. a nickname. That's his last name. That's how cool he is. Terrence Sharp. Welcome in, my friend. How are you doing today? I'm good, man. I can't complain. Excellent, Excellent bro. Well, so the, why, why, why Terrence? Why do we have Terrence Sharp here with, with us here today? Well, the biggest reason is ever since I met him, he has a profound appreciation for plants. Is that a good way to, you know, summarize that, Terrence? A profound appreciation of plants, or how would you summarize your your love for plants? Uh, bit of a fanatic, you know. It's a problem. <laughs> you know, they don't have a group yet. I can talk to. So I figured I'd talk to you about it. <laughs> I appreciate it, man. Thank you. We'll create a triple A AA meeting for a P. AA meeting. I don't know what the proper acronym <laughs> would be, but thank you for coming in. So yeah, so his passion is plants. And that's such a such a huge thing nowadays. It's become even a trend to a certain extent. But I know from the bottom of your heart that this is not no trend for you. This is your life. You appreciate and love plants for so many reasons. So to get started, to get get our our listeners or viewers a little intro. Uh, just very simply, what's your origin story? How'd you get into to plants? Why is this your passion? Um, you know, it's funny, man. I, I didn't even uh, grow up like gardening with my grandma or with my mom. Uh, you know, I was just 90s kid watching TV and eating cereal. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, around the time, I don't know, I was about 14 or so. Um, a family friend of ours, um, work, she cleaned houses on this estate. Okay. And at the estate, the gardener needed a little help during the summer. Wow. So she told my parents about me and then I went and I just worked and I don't know. I just, you know, I just felt it. I just felt at peace in the garden, whether it's pulling weeds or doing anything, you know? Wow. So it started with that helping out an estate. And how, how, did it, how did it grow from there? How did it become, you know, because again, I've, I've met the version that we see today, but you know, how did it, how, were, how old were you at this point? Um, then I was about 14. You're, oh, you're like 14. So how did it grow from like, okay, this is peaceful to like, man, like, let me research this. Let me get more into this. How hard did it, how did it evolve? Well, so that's funny. So, um, so yeah, I was working there. 
I really enjoyed it. Then in high school, for some reason, I was like, yeah, I'm not going to do plants. So I studied auto body. <laughs> Interesting. <for> three <laughs> <Okay>. years. <laughs> was yeah. it because you felt like you'd be kind of judged if you were in plants? Is that is that the real reason? I mean, yeah, it just <laughs> it's kind of weird, you know, <laughs> you know, weird, just get into parents. plants. It's not weird. So you went to auto body. OK, then what happened? Um, and then, so towards, uh, the end of my school, um, I just figured there was this garden center that needed a little bit extra help. And, um, I figured, Hey, maybe I'll give <laughs> plants a try again. So I would, I worked at the garden center and my job was literally just watering the plants. So I made a plan to memorize each name because I would have the same route every day. And I would memorize each plant and throughout, you know, that summer. <laughs> just, just and, cause, or, you know, I'm going to learn these plants or, you know, just cause. Was... Um, uh, yeah. Cause, <laughs> cause I'm crazy. <laughs> like I wanted to learn, I wanted to see a plant, be able to identify it and kind of like know what I'm seeing. You know? No, that's not crazy. That makes total sense. Honestly, not when you break it down that way, you that's the reason you wanted to be able to like be walking around a Home Depot, like, oh, I know that's a you know, water failure or something. You know, I don't know what a real plant name is, but <laughs> uh okay, so did that work? Did you end up memorizing them? Yeah, it did. And then around that time, um <laughs> at the same time, so my uh we didn't grow up outdoorsy we didn't grow up camping or hiking or anything mm -hmm. you know my parents they're like why camp when we have a house to sleep in you know <laughs> i mean so it makes sense I, around I, that <laughs> i mean really that, the immigrant mentality bro my family was the same bro like fuck it <laughs> for what yeah <laughs> why do you want to suffer my dad exactly <laughs> yeah but uh so around that time, I also started hiking a lot more oh, and like okay. I would buy little uh, field ID guides and then just kind of look, look at mushrooms and different, you know, just different things in nature. And just I just became fascinated with it, you know. Wow. So you, it's just for me, it's just crazy. The influence of a singular person that, you know, just needed some help, you know just create this like branch of your life that now this it defines you almost at this point where it's like part of who you are now is plants um and I, like when i think of terrence i think of plants like it's it's just it's just what it, it is what it is and it's a good thing it's a great thing it's just crazy to me like the idea that the impact a singular person has in your life even though you know they don't even know maybe they don't know of it how much they impacted you but look at, look at you now so how much so did it impact you like what happened in college so yes yeah, so then uh i got out of school and then i said <laughs> i was like because um, you know i grew up uh, right south of dc and um in our area there's a lot of botanic gardens there's there's so much national botanic garden national arboretum and all those wow. things are free so um i would go and then i realized you know the guys that take care of this you know the horticulturists and even botanic garden the botanists they went to college oh. so <laughs> i figured i would go to college yeah with the goal of studying plant science 
Wow. So what's like the legit, like, what'd you get? Like, what's your major? Like, what, what is that? Like for anyone out there listening to this and then like, I didn't know there was such a thing. So what, 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 what is that? So originally I went for plant science okay. and, but then I had some goals and some things kind of change in my life. Okay. So then I went uh, and I cut it short and I just got a degree in horticulture. Heard a culture. <laughs> horticulture. Horticulture. Sorry. I'm like, you study the herd like cows? No, I'm joking. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay, define that. Well, again, simpleton like me. What does that mean to me? What, what is that? What is that exactly? Um, horticulture is like the cultivation of plants. So I, I still like, you know, botany, like the real science behind the plants. But horticulture is kind of when you're putting it into practice, you know, oh. be it at a nursery or at a garden, you know, the horticulturist, that's who's designing the, well, sometimes it's a landscape designer, but um, that's the person who you go to at the garden that really is kind of directing things. Oh, so to, to, to again, for simplest term, you're like the director of an orchestra, but for plants. Is that like a, a, you know, is that a good illustration or no? Am I completely off? Yeah, you're kind of like the caregiver of the orchestra director. No, no, what she says better. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Interesting. Okay. So, um, again, so in your head, when you, you know, you reduced your, you know, college um, life or, you know, that aspect of your life you got your associates you mentioned mm -hmm. excellent and what you know doors would have that open in your head for you know potential work or you know or did you just um at that point you know for your own benefit i just want to learn this um nah man i at that point i was hooked so i love plants i was like i want to work with them every day I want to be surrounded by them on the weekend, you oh, know? That's awesome. So uh, I just, uh, my goal was like in our area, like I said, we have all those gardens and things and attractions that people go to see, just taking care of one of those, you know? That would be like your ideal, you know, serving Jehovah and then boom, during the week, I uh, I take care of plants. Mm-hmm. Dang, that does sound like a piece. Jehovah had something else in mind. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. So my next question is, um, how did what you learned affect the way you see the plants? Like, for example, um, did you learn something that for like opened your eyes to something you never appreciated before? Like the, taking that door of college gave you uh, a tools that maybe a normal person doesn't have. And what tools were they? Um, you know, I guess the, the one thing that helped me to just kind of see plants is, um, you get to see like the intricacies in nature because sometimes like, um, when I wasn't really paying attention it's like, oh, it's a green tree, <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's true. Wow. Okay. But it's like, uh, then you kind of get to know the plants a little better and then you're like oh well that green tree like i'm just thinking about a walnut tree in my mind yeah, yeah not only gives fruit that feeds wildlife it has a nice colored wood 
that people make musical instruments with furniture, you know, you name it, you know, it drops leaf litter that then decomposes and then, you know, the trees get fed. And then not only that, but it has a special chemical that keeps only that keeps certain plants away called, um, well, they call them juglones. Wow. So it's like just in that one tree, you see the different <laughs> uh, things they have. Snap, Terry, you just dropped a, a bomb there. Like, just made me think so in, in depth of something. That's so crazy. I didn't know that. So being able to, you know, appreciate more so if I use a word as appreciate your surroundings, you're able to, to really see something for, you know, what people like drive past every day or have in their yard. And you get to meditate on like, man, this is beautiful. Like, wow, like this is such designed work to think of all the, um, the things this, this one plant does, or, you know, tree is a, is a tree a plant? Is that the, is that a dumb question? I'm sorry. Yeah. It's one of those things. All trees are plants, but not all plants are trees. Okay. I did not know that. So I went out there listening to this, take that to note. All trees are plants, but not all plants are trees. Wow, that's pretty cool. So, with with trees in mind, Terrence, that's really thank you for sharing that. It's so interesting. I didn't, I didn't know how much value you could really take out like that for a, a specifically like walnut tree you were mentioning. But now, with that in mind, how do you feel with people? You know, this is maybe like not a, maybe it's a derogative term at this point, but. How do you feel when people say like, ah, oh, you tree hugger? What does that mean to you? Does that like, is, oh. it fun- like, is it funny? Is it like calm down? Like, what do you feel towards like people that have like this like negative connotation or view towards people who just appreciate plant life? Um, You know, it's funny <laughs> is that I was just talking to somebody today and he was like, oh yeah, Terrence, you're a tree hugger. Oh, snap. Look at that. <laughs> but it's funny to me, man. To me, it's all about balance. I mean, to tell you the truth, it's like um, you understand the trees and you under you understand and, you know, just plants in general and you appreciate their role in nature, mm-hmm. but they're not the only thing, you know, there, yeah, you know, it's like we understand and appreciate them, but we under we appreciate other things, too. <laughs> That's true. No, I, I like it. I, and I would argue against it. I don't think you're a tree hugger. I think you're a tree appreciator. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> because it's like, um, you know, it's a means to an end, you know, like you appreciate it, but ultimately, you know, this tree is going to build a house or, or for, you know, for you or, or this, tree, oh, my bad. I'm dropping my phone here. Um, like there's so many other things that this tree provides, but of course that also, there's an asterisk to that because one thing is uh, someone like you that let's say, you know, just to say the situation, you would, uh, you know, go out there and make like a log cabin and every tree that you cut down, or let's say, you know, in this, this scenario, you would know and appreciate this compared to, you know, a big corporation that's just chopping down trees like crazy in hopes for money, you know, I think there's a difference in my opinion, you know, I'm not no, you know, sage or whatever to know what the right thing is, but I do think there's a difference, but now 
my next question we, we follow upon, Terrence, is again, because your view of plant life is different to mine. You know, now that I'm talking to you, I, I, I'm learning and appreciating even more so. But like I'm trying to imagine a scenario, I feel like you value things way more and know a healthy plant versus a bad plant and, and et cetera. How do you choose to buy a plant? Like, what do you define that? How do you choose? Um, well, you know what they, well, <laughs> well, what we say, <laughs> yeah, yeah, not all day, but you know, people that like plants say is like right plant, right place. So I guess before I, before I buy the plant, I look at the place, like if it's in my room where we got a good level of, uh, we have a good level of a good amount of sunlight in the afternoon, but no light in the morning or in my kitchen where there's almost uh, sunshine all day. It's like, what does the plant uh, need? Wow. So, okay. So you, you pick a setting. Now I can imagine again, wild goose guess here that that one setting though applies to multiple plants. They're not just like one plant that applies to that setting. Correct. Exactly. So then after that, Honestly, I'm not much of a flower person. I like dark green leaves. So after that, like say in my more so shady room, then I kind of look at my shade tree options. It's like if it's if it requires like a lot of maintenance and a lot of attention, do I really have time to give it that? Yeah, or do I, I want to go with something easy like a pothos or a peace lily, you know? Interesting. So for you, it's not whether or not this is just like a pretty plant. I guess that's the word for, I guess, girls, a pretty plant or a beautiful plant, whatever the right wordage is for this. Um, you focus on other aspects of it, like one, longevity, if you're able to take care of it. Um, and you focus on more plants than flowers. Why is that? Why don't you, like, what is, you know, why not? You know, that... that <laughs> That's funny, man. Uh, you know, I don't, it's something weird. I just like green foliage. Like um, even in the greenhouse, I'm not as much worried about having fruit and flowers. I just like having the green rainforest look, you know? Oh. Um, it's, it's just something calming about that kind of green rainforest vibe. I like it. But have you ever owned, is it a, a flowers plant? Is that the right word? I don't know. <laughs> uh, I have owned orchids before. Are orchids really like, hard to take care of? Or am I wrong? It depends on the situation. Oh. Yeah. Depends on your level of humidity. Uh, one thing that I've seen that's helped me, because in the greenhouse we have, like a whole orchid display and it's like um i found that it's the type of medium i put it in because you know the orchid roots they're really not like underground roots okay. they more so take in like water vapor and thing so um one thing that we've done is change the medium we put mostly like orchid bark and wood chips and then we just put it somewhere where it can be moist and take in the humidity. And they've done really good. Interesting. So again, 
I think I, I, I understood what medium is, but what is medium for, again, for people who have no idea what we're talking about? Oh, uh, medium, it, the plant's got to grow in something. So soil, most plants, you're, like grass outside, it grows in the soil. Mm-hmm. Then hydroponics, they grow in water. You go to like orchids, a lot of times grow in bark. Some things grow in different types of moss. So it's what the roots are growing into. Excellent. Oh, wow. You went way deeper than I thought. But yeah, excellent. In my head, I thought the answer was like, no, that's good. No, that's good. I thought the answer was going to be like, oh, that's soil. But you went even deeper. I love it. I love it. So you had orchids. And, and do you mean like you possessed them? Or do you mean like the green the greenhouse orchids you're talking about? Um. So I have some that I've possessed. But the most success I've had is with the greenhouse orchids. Yeah, because of the whole humidity you're mentioning and all that good stuff. And now, what defines a happy plant for you, in that opinion? Um, you know, like we talked about balance, mm-hmm. not overwatered, not underwatered, not too much sunlight, not under the sunlight. Snap. You, know? you sound like Mr. Miyagi right now, bro. <laughs> <laughs> balance is the key. Okay, so yeah. how do you maintain that balance? Like, how do you, how have you, is there a science to it in your opinion? Like, is it, it's not as easy to say like, oh, it's one cup of water, you know, every two hours. Like how, you know, how, I know that's too much, but like, how would you break it down for the common folk? Um, Honestly, man, my first thing is know the plant. And once you know the plant, you might do research. You might understand that, this succulent doesn't need water every day, (laughs) you know, whereas this plant that's in full sunlight in the summer might need water like every day or two. Um, So get to know your plant. And then once your plant, if your plant looks bad, start with your basics, like uh, plants need water. So (laughs) if it doesn't have water, there's an issue. Or if it has too much, maybe you should back off a little bit, you know? Okay. And do you think there is like a a range of like safety? Like for example, let's say I have again, I'm trying to think of I'm the average Joe Joel. I'm the average Joel, and <laughs> oh, and um, I have a plant, and I'm trying to water it. I'm you know sticking my finger in the soil. I'm like, eh, I think I need some water. Boom, and then I how how long does it actually take to kill a plant? Is it? I feel like again the average Joel sees a couple of yellow leaves, freaks out, or is gone for the weekend, is a little dry, and they toss it. Is that the right move? You know, that's another one. It all depends on the plant, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're good. You're good. You're good. Okay, so what tip would you advise? Just on, on a very, just the average median level. Um, I would advise, don't be so quick to give up. Um, okay. I was I was back home for a month and I, I had my roommate take care of my plants and he just got occupied on some other stuff. Came back and there were yellow leaves. There was stuff oh all over the place. Just a tear, a big tear of Terrence just fell down his cheek when I got home. <laughs> but I I just um I just instead of throwing things out, I just pruned it, gave it a little water, give it a little time. Don't expect that's one thing I've always liked about plants is uh the patience like 
you can't really expect them to change overnight. Mm. So don't be afraid to just be patient with it, you know? I like it. I like it. So then and then on the opposite scale, what do you define as a dead plant? Like, well, how at, at what point are you giving up on this? Okay, this pobrecito, it's a goner. <laughs> Oh, I mean, if you look at it and I mean, all the, all the leaves are like <laughs> withered and it hasn't grown in months. Yeah. Toss that thing. Toss that. <laughs> On to the toss. next one. Pobrecito. So now what, again, you would know better than I do. What plants would you rec recommend for a beginner? What type of plants would they buy? Um, I would recommend a snake plant. A snake? Um, Is that the one you gave me? Is that the type of snake plant? No, man. I gave you. Oh, I gave you a ZZ plant that time. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because that's why I named her Sembumafu. A ZZ <laughs> plant. <laughs> How's that doing, by the way? Oh, bro. I actually have it here. The reason I brought it out. So, just oh, for all goodness. our YouTube watchers who eventually will watch this, I got married and I left my sad Zebumafu, unfortunately, in my old place. And no one lived in that place for like six months or something. And I couldn't get it back for, you know, I didn't live there anymore. But I went to rescue her, the Bumafu, or him, whatever. I don't know what sexual orientation this plant has. But <laughs> I, um, you know, I have it here. My lovely wife painted this beautiful pot here. And for all our YouTube viewers, if you're not following us on YouTube, follow us. She painted this pot. But it's that depressed. I've been trying to revive it for a couple <laughs> weeks, a couple months now. Oof. I think it's dead. I was gonna. I brought, I, I, I brought it so <laughs> so you as a doctor, a plant doctor, you could assess what I should do with this. Uh, I mean, you know, as a person who gave it to you, if you want to throw it out, put it out of its misery. I won't be mad. <laughs> <laughs> so, do you think it's you know it has no hope? It's still kind of like squishy, you know. Like it's not like dry, dry. Oof. It's I don't know. Is that how? I mean, if that one piece, those those two pieces, it got left. I mean, they look green. <laughs> they they're like a you know a shade of there is green. You know, I just it doesn't want to stand up. It's just like Meh. you know, it's kind of depressed. Not gonna lie. I keep rooting for him, her. Literally. Um. Literally. Oh <laughs> yeah. There you go. <laughs> we repotted them in, in this big old pot, and it's not full of soil. If you can see, like it's. It's deep, but you know, I didn't oversoil it. Well, I mean, my wife did this, by the way. I'm not gonna take credit for this because my wife did this. She's she she's um she has a lot of plant babies herself and she's better at it. And she actually dispossessed Zibumafu from me because she said that I don't love it and I'm not taking care of it. But I didn't have the I didn't have it for six months, you know. I'm sorry, but it was doing Life great. It happens, you know. It, it happens. <laughs> it was doing great though, Terrence. I was like really proud. I was like, man, I'm taking care of this plant. I can have babies now. <laughs> I'm just joking. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. So that's one of my plants. But just on that note, Lynette and I are growing this avocado. Oh, man. That's awesome. That's pretty cool, yeah. right? We ate that guac. And, uh, you know, we shaved it. We did the proper YouTube research to do this. And uh, yeah, it's it's uh prop. Is this propagating or what is this word for this? Yeah, propagating. Yeah, yeah. So I'm propagating it right now, 
And the, based on our YouTube research, it needs a lot more roots before we put it into soil. But it has a little like little what is that stem? What's the what's the word for that? Like it's growing. Yeah, like it's got like a nice little shoot. Like yeah, it's growing nice. up like a nice growing a stem. Yeah, nice little shoot. We're proud of. Uh, we don't have a name for the avocado, but for now we're gonna call her guac. Um, but uh, yeah. So, what's your best tip for propagating? Then on that note, and you're gonna hate me because oh what gosh, you're gonna do, it depends <laughs> on the plant. It's like <laughs> some plants you divide, some plants, you know. Like I take um for example, um for example, like a succulent right yeah. a succulent the leaf might just fall off and if it falls on the right soil with you know a little bit of moisture it'll sprout oh, wow whereas some plants like some ferns you really have to divide the plant take a piece of it and then take it with you you know it's not that simple to just like you can't just go to home depot and just clip some you know little plants off put them in your pocket and <laughs> grow it <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's got to be the right plant, <laughs> you know? <laughs> Terrence is like, I'm not supporting it, but can I say I haven't done it, though? Like, <laughs> Can neither confirm nor deny. <laughs> That's funny. Now, you've seen, you know, with social media rage and, and, and you know, all these like Etsy, you know, every all this social media. How do you feel about like, I would I would define it as, you know, photographer. I see it as almost a trend. I hope not. I hope it's not a trend. But how do you feel about this movement towards plants? You know, you see, like, I feel like there's usually more girls, but even guys as well, getting into plants. Do you support it? Are you kind of scared? Like, how do you feel towards that? Nah, man, I support it. I'm with it. I mean, yeah. the more people can get outside, acknowledge, you know, get to know more about plants. You know, I've just listening to different podcasts and talking to different people around here, just seeing how having something to take care of has helped them through the pandemic. I, I support it, man. Cause I think people are just starting to see, you know, just that simplicity, mm -hmm. just having something to take care of just helps the mind, you know? That's a good point. It's a very like anxiety, uh, reliever, I guess. Like it helps you calm yourself. You, it becomes an extension of yourself. And if you see the plant thriving, you know, it makes you happy. But now how do you react if a plant isn't thriving? Should that affect you? How should you look at that? Oh, I mean, if it's not thriving, you know, do your best so that it can thrive. <laughs> yeah, don't do give you... up on it too quick. But, you know, if it's not, if it's about to die, you don't got to hold on to it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Zibumafu, I might have to sacrifice you. <laughs> so the reason i bring this the question about like you know how do you feel about this trend is again me as you know i don't know about plants the outer viewer my concern is uh, why are you doing it you know is it for the likes is it so i can post it my worry is that i mean i'm not sure if it, you know you can add to it even better than i can but again as a viewer my worry is well, you get all this stuff, and if you don't take care of it, you don't do it for the right reasons, again, in my opinion, it's going to end up dying. And I, I guess I feel bad. Like, I see, like, 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 they're animals. You know, they're alive. I feel bad for some reason. Is that a normal feeling, or am I overthinking this? What do you think? 
No, that's definitely, you're definitely right, man. Because sometimes, you know, I've even seen it with myself, you kind of get into something and then you, you go all in. Mm-hmm. And then three months later, you get busy doing something else and then you don't have time for it. Mm-hmm. So I know, I know exactly what you mean. Yeah. There goes that balance again. <laughs> balance is a key, guys. Whoever's listening to this, balance is key. And that's like so true. And I agree with you. Like it's, it is sad, you know, but I guess in, in a positive note, uh, there's at least a try and it's better to have these seeds or these plants trying to take care of than just sitting at a store, right? Where I, I don't feel like they get the proper attention, right? Or, or do you think they do? I don't know. What do you, what's your opinion on that? Some stores pay more attention than others. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But a lot so, of times if they got it. <laughs> so who are we going to shout out right now? I'm trying to get some sponsors. Hey, I'm just joking. Shout out Adams Fair Care. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. Oh, yeah. I, and if you would give one piece of advice to these big consumer, you know, um, stores that sell plants, uh, what would you, what would you advise them? Oh, I guess I'd advise that if they, cause one of the biggest things I see quite, yeah. um, you know, before working here in Bethel where I am now and working back home is that a lot of times people will buy sick plants and then they'll take it home. They'll think, Oh, you know, it looked bad in the store. I can revive it. Oh. When the truth is, if you take a plant that has an insect or, you know, has a fungus or has a problem already, it might get over it, but you might be wasting your time. So I guess the only advice I'd have is just throw out those sick plants, you know? Oh, wow. And what's your first, again, the normal average stroll, what's your best advice or or cues to avoid when buying a plant? Um, Well, if you see obvious insect damage, you might see kind of like white or dark color little bugs, like indoor plants. A lot of times uh, you'll see little mealy bugs, which is this kind of fuzzy little white bug. Okay. Um, if you see that, a lot of times those are, those places have so many plants. They are growing close together, but you know you don't have to get that one. You can get another one. Another thing yeah. is um, sometimes the new growth you'll see it stunted or you'll see it even kind of burnt with a black color. You wouldn't want that too many yellow leaves or even um, sometimes you might see like something fell on the plant or it's kind of broken into pieces, you know, those things did, they might come back, you know, but sometimes it's not even worth it. Especially because you're investing all this money in it and stuff like that. I can imagine you know, if you're going to invest, you know, really value what you're getting into, especially if you're not aware, you're not as knowledgeable to be able to bring it back to life. Interesting. So how do you feel towards, um, I guess, the business side of plants? And um, what do you think is the, the biggest issue with that capitalistic view on plants? And how does that affect the quality you feel towards the consumer or the person buying the plant? What do you think about that? How do you feel towards that side? I guess, is it the dark side of plants? You know, I don't know. How do you feel about it? 
You know, man, it's it's a necessary. It, I won't say necessary. It's necessary because honestly, we all love being outdoors. But at some point, somebody's got to make some money. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> and one thing I do like seeing uh, is that, you know, from that commercial side, they come up with some pretty cool stuff. <laughs> they come up with some pretty cool plants, some pretty cool ways of doing things. So it's different ways to learn, you know. Like it's almost like a sense of novelty the way they're they're trying to find new ways to sell this same product. So they create new things that again for someone like you, you appreciate. But what is the dark side of that? What do you what do you think are the negatives, I guess? Oh <laughs> well, the negatives is just like almost like you said, just kind of being, you know, riding that wave, seeing that people want to get into plants, just kind of throwing it at them saying, oh, this plant will be great, knowing that it'll die in a week, <laughs> you know, and, and this and sometimes you just kind of see that stuff and you're like, yeah, you know, that plant doesn't even live indoors, <laughs> you know, Dang. and, and that, that is that you think that's a common thing that happens that because, you know, you know, I'd say Home Depot or Lowe's or whoever's selling this plant, um, you know, you feel like there's like some directive of like, hey, just sell like, <laughs> Nimolo, like yeah. Um, you know something funny i'll give you an example i was one day uh, i was in the bronx and i was i was doing like some things and i went to like this little shop i saw this plant that at home depot is like 20 bucks but in the bronx it was like 10 bucks oh wow took it home <laughs> yeah uh i took it home and then that thing just wouldn't grow Oh. And I was like, I was trying everything, <laughs> wouldn't grow. It ended up dying. So I took it out. I looked at the roots and the roots were in this little, this was on me because I didn't look at it, but they were in like this little tape. It's like they had oh. taped the roots so that they wouldn't grow out. Wow. And why, why so, do you think they did that? Why did they do that? What's the purpose of that? Uh, probably what they did, because I thought about it later is sometimes when you start seed, you don't really start the seed in a big pot. You kind of start it in a small starter pot. Oh, okay. So that was probably the starter pot, and they probably just planted it directly into the big pot without taking it out so the roots couldn't go out into the soil. Oh, just the easy way. Just put it back in a big pot and forget about it. Just keep it moving, you know. Yeah, ho hopefully it would rip through the duct tape or the tape out of there. Like, dang, yeah, it's messed up. Now, I know we had this conversation once before out of camera. Um, I don't even know what the right word is, but I, I, I remember that you're really passionate about it. Um, we talked about how the, you know, the world has different climates, different, you know, orientation of, 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 you know, Fahrenheit, humidity, and all that. And that capitalistic side of it tends to, you know, I'm going to grab this plant from the Amazon and I'm going to take it to Arizona and grow it. Uh, why do you think they do this? You know, is there any solution to this? What do you think? Um, well, sometimes they just, you know, sometimes they do it unknowing. They see a cool plant here, you know, and then, Let's say they see that cool plant in Arizona, they bring it to New York, and then they have no idea that that plant actually sees itself really easy. 
it becomes invasive and starts destroying, you know, Stacks. part of the ecosystem, you know. Isn't that how buffalo grass was formed in the United States? Am I wrong? So many things, man. Not just that. I mean, yeah, it's just like that bamboo grass. Um, I you know, so many they're wild roses. Oh wow! So that that's the detriment, right? You take you take a plant that you think is pretty or whatever. I'm gonna take it to my apartment in La Bronx or wherever you're at, Manhattan. And it becomes territorial, essentially, and it becomes just devouring everything else. So how do you avoid this? How do you uh, stop this consumer or this person to do this? Or what advice would you give before they make such a decision? Uh, honestly, man, just just try to get to know your plan. Just Because honestly, man, you know how they say, like, knowledge, knowledge is power. Just know what you got know how to take care of it and then you'll do you know give it the proper attention and then you'll do great excellent excellent i love it i appreciate it Terrence. you're speaking so much knowledge today i'm really grateful i really appreciate <sighs> it i have uh, a random fact that I, I i again uh for these podcasts i try my best to kind of understand your world and what you appreciate things like that and one fact I found that I was moved and I was like, wow, this is so cool. And I, I didn't know this was that, again, correct me, am I wrong? Because uh, it, it seemed like a legit source, but again, I didn't triple fat checked it. So, you know, anyone listen to this, I'm sorry if it's maybe slightly off, but per this blog slash, you know, plant enthusiasts website, um, said that only 1% of rainforest plants have been studied for medical p- potential. One, or, oh no, sorry, it says, given how valuable plants can be medis- medicinal, the rainforest houses a host of possible cures of ailments, new and old. This unsta- untapped resource could still hold the key to medical breakthroughs. So what's your opinion on that? Do you think, one, is it true? Do you think this is legit? You think 1% of the rainforest hasn't been studied for medicinal purposes. And what does that mean for us? Um, honestly, man, uh, other percentage, I can't say, but I do truly and wholeheartedly agree that um, really plants have such use like medicinally. And that, that really doesn't surprise me that surprise me that those rainforest plants make your ailments that we just haven't we just haven't tested those plants yet mm-hmm. or we just haven't really given them the time but they do so much good man. yeah why do you think that is because again in my head again as a common viewer i hear this stat and i'm like you know like then 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 go research what the you know like <laughs> there's yeah. so many diseases or so many issues why do you think that isn't the case um, you know, so some of it is the pharmaceutical industry, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. And some of it is, in, in truth, it's easier and it's more effective to just take the medicine, you know, um, like willow trees. I'll give you an example. Um, willow trees have that, um, I'm just trying to remember off the top of my head. I believe the chemical is called salicin. Okay. Right. Natural pain reliever. 
you could either have the person drink the tea or they could isolate that chemical and put it in a pill. And a lot of times it's just uh, simpler and more effective to put it in that pill, you know? Oh. And so it, it, it all depends. Again, I guess the key is balance. But I, again, I'm always just astonished of the idea that, you know, if it hasn't been researched, for me, if, if it's been researched and, there, you know, there isn't a benefit, then okay, at least we know. But the idea that we don't know is kind of like interesting to me. Like I understand the efficacy and the that you know what you just painted there that it might be easier this way. But if what if there's certain you know components that these plants release or produce that somehow in their makeup are combined that normally in a medicinal or in a pharmaceutical sense isn't something that naturally happens, and we didn't know these things combined together can fix such thing and my head is if you don't research it and you don't know like oh wow this you know whatever carbon carbon whatever combined together naturally in this plant can be a solution that we didn't know before for such ailments i just think it's so interesting that you know things it like is this interesting man just takes takes you back right so again there's a lot of things to learn and, and who knows again the system of things is kind of crazy but it is what it is right so we're going to you know, we'll divert this conversation a little bit, a little bit more lighthearted. And this is just by means of sheer entertainment by, in, in your sense, in your um, criteria, what's it, in your perfect situation? Let's say money wasn't the issue. What does your perfect greenhouse look like? Oof, man. Uh, so those that are listening that know, about greenhouses will want to kill me because the key to a greenhouse is good sanitation, right? So you don't, you don't want, you know, a rainforest in the greenhouse, but if you just let me just have my space, <laughs> <laughs> I would probably still have the greenhouse, right? Yeah. Um, but my plan would probably be to have different layers. So I'll have some low growing plants, have some uh, kind of like middle growing plants that have nice long green leaves oh. and then have trees at the top. Dang, um, that sounds pretty cool. So, okay, again, for me, I didn't know this, uh, you know, rule, apparently, whoever's listening that loves greenhouses and stuff. I didn't know that you shouldn't have like this, you know, Amazon feel to it. Why is that? Um, Because a commercial greenhouse and, the, and this is where we get into, um, like we had talked about, you go to the store and you buy a plant with disease. Uh, um, it's the same with our greenhouse here. You're giving optimal growing conditions for the plants, right? Mm -hmm. Oh, I get it. Anyway. But the way things are, you're also giving optimal growing conditions for bugs and for fungus. And because everything grows in such a tight space, um, spreads. it just passes from the plant. Yeah. It's just like COVID. Oh, <laughs> you know? We don't say COVID on the <laughs> show. It's the vid, the vid. Oh, my bad. Like <laughs> the vid. You know what I'm <laughs> <laughs> now you're good, dude. We'll see if we get banned. It's whatever. <laughs> I'm just joking. That's interesting. So uh, I like it. I like it. I respect it. And, and again, where are you situated? Do you have like a chill spot, a hammock, like, or, or do you not like, how do you, 
normally appreciate your plants? Um, yeah, I got two spots. So I have one spot that there'll be some kind of water feature. So, you yeah. know, you can kind of hear the water. Nice. That's the chill spot. That's the reading spot. So, nice. you know, sometimes you like to sit up when you read. Like and it. then in the back, that's where, you know, the hammock is. And that's just the kind of chill surrounded by trees. You kind of got your own little cove there. Nice. Can you like live in a place like that? If you could somehow copy and paste a home and have a greenhouse in the middle of it, would you do that? In a heartbeat, man. Yeah. I love it. Man. In a heartbeat. That's so cool. I mean, like, again, as a just the, just, you know, seeing how much you love plants and, and all this, like, it makes me want to, like, man, I should get into this too, man. This is so cool. Um, so I can imagine how, like, appreciate, you know, I've, I've learned a lot of appreciation towards, towards these plants. So now we're almost, you know, getting to our concluding segments here of our show. Uh, but I have a one last question for you or a couple last like two more questions um but is there a place you haven't traveled yet or more so um is there something you appreciate that again normal people don't or the average person doesn't appreciate that you would travel just to this specific location for their plant life for you know etc you know flowers or, or what have you is there an area in mind that you have that man i haven't visited but because of this, I want to go visit it. And why? Uh, believe it or not, this may hit you by surprise or may not. <laughs> New Zealand has, I love ferns. And they have tree ferns. So they're... Interesting. I didn't know that you ferns know, can get that big. Yeah, it's weird because ferns are kind of... Uh, um, I don't really want to... You know, we don't have time to get too much into specifics, but their makeup, uh, just they're different than the regular trees we see. Mm-hmm. So those tree ferns that they have down, there are some too in Brazil and in, you know, in tropical areas, but in New Zealand, they've kind of taken that cool humidity and just gotten huge. Oh, wow. So I would love to see those. It's just like a fern that you see on the ground, just huge and way up. <laughs> Dang, that's pretty cool. I did not know that. That's actually, I expected like the tropical forest of Brazil or something, you know, (laughs) like it's cool. I like that. That too. (laughs) New Zealand. So for ferns and, and is there a specific spot? Is there somehow like a national forest or, or, you know, a national fern spot that you have an eye on that you want to go check out one day or no, I'm I'm asking you too much questions. (laughs) Nah, man, I'm still looking. I'm still looking. I even tried to grow my own tree fern. It ain't work out. <laughs> oh, it has to be colder or something, or what? It has to be higher elevation or something. You know, so that tree fern um, I bought, and then I think I went on vacation, or for for whatever reason, it didn't get watered for a while, and then it mm. just died. Tear. Wow. <laughs> Rest. We're gonna have yeah. a moment of silence for all our plants that have died. Happens to the best of us, you know. what I'm saying. <laughs> Shout out to those friends. <laughs> I love it. I love it, man. Okay. So now, how do you express this passion to others, bro? Again, I can't know the answer to this because, again, I'm, I, you know, we're good friends and 
and we, you know, we hung out. And, you know, I, I love asking these questions in person. That's how I created this podcast because I enjoy having these types of conversations because I'm really interested in people's passions. And I knew right away that plants are your passion. But how do you share that passion with others? Honestly, man, I just, I just tell people it's like, <laughs> ain't nothing wrong in going outside and just looking. Like, just take your time to see the different shapes and. Um, and just last week, uh, I went with, with three other friends and we went to this park and we were just looking at how large the trees were. And it's like, just take your time to look at it. Um, one thing I try to do around here is, um, I just show people, you know, the different types that there are, but then how each different one has their different role in nature, you know, that we know of, there's a lot of stuff you know, that we don't know that the plants do, just like we talked about the medicinal thing. Yeah. yeah. But um, that's how I try to share my enthusiasm. Just take your time to notice them, you know, sit by a tree. <laughs> I love it. Like, that's like a good piece of advice, right? Right there. Just sit down and meditate on how complex, even though you pass them every single day, uh, how complex these, you know, plants and trees are. Man, you dropped some knowledge there. I appreciate it. So anyone out there, if you're driving around in your car, taking a jog, taking a walk, just stop for a second, look around, choose a tree, choose a plant. Don't cut the leaf off. <laughs> just observe <laughs> the leaf <laughs> and the complexities of it. I love it, man. That's really good. So we're almost done. We're, I mean, I know that you had to move to because of the internet situation, um, but uh, the next segment is called Express Yourself. Uh, I'm gonna I'm hopefully get the the rights to play play that song. Express yourself. That's <laughs> okay. um, after I say that, but uh, I don't have the rights to it just yet. I'm just joking. We'll figure it out. Anyway, this segment, if you listen to our podcast before episodes before, um, is essentially a segment where uh, the person we're talking to, which is Terrence today, shares a you know a, you know in this situation, you know I'm I'm thinking a plant or a story or something. Um, that they value that the average person does not. So my question to you, do you have such a thing or do you have a story, something that, again, you know, maybe the first plant you had, you know, things like that. Is there anything that you have that we can have for this segment? Man, you really got me thinking. I mean, I just honestly, man, the only thing I think back to is, um, you know, I remember one time I prayed, and I don't know, <laughs> you know, Jehovah, I mean, yeah. just, I, I must have been frustrated that day. And I just said, Jehovah, all I want to do is study plants and serve you. And then um, I ended up, you know, well, you know me, I was serving in Panama and then I ended up coming back. I felt kind of lost. I got invited, you know, here to New York, to Bethel. And then after a while, I sat back and realized I'm taking care of the greenhouse. I take care of the plants here on site. All I'm doing is studying plants and serving Jehovah. Dang, that's amazing. <laughs> so I just noticed he had uh, answered my prayer and I can only be thankful, man, you know. Man, what a beautiful piece right there, man. That's that's really good. I appreciate you sharing that for us. Again, that's something uh, that I remember you uh, sharing with me before off camera, and it's such a beautiful idea, like, uh, you know, admitting and seeing those gifts there. So 
That's pretty cool, bro. I appreciate it. And again, just to conclude, this is our pay it forward segment now. Is there anyone you think would be cool to have on our show? Someone that has a cool passion, uh, you know, anything they appreciate, uh, they value that would be good for the interview podcast. Can you think of anybody? Man. I'm going to have to let you know. I got to think about it. I do have, no, no. I do have a friend that crochets that's pretty good at it. Oh, yeah. Sweet. Um, yeah, no, no. We'll, we'll uh, you'll send me that those deets later, and we'll we'll put them on the show notes of our podcast. So, again, the whole idea behind this is sharing the love to anybody, and our goal is to keep talking to people, gain to learn. And I appreciate it. I learn more um, again about life uh, in this situation about trees and plants. And again, it grows my sense of appreciation. And hopefully, those listening or viewing this. Gain that sense of appreciation as well. Just sit down, stop, and 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 appreciate, man. So again, thank you for being on our show today, Terrence. Thank you so so much, man. I wanted to do this with you so long, man. I, <laughs> I've had so many deep conversations with Terrence. It's not even funny. Uh, I just love talking so, to this guy. More to come. <laughs> exactly, more to come, and may, maybe we'll have him later on on episode two hundred and two or something. Uh, to get an update on how his plant life is going. Before we go, tell us your plant situation. What's your what's your makeup in your room? What how many plants do you have? You know, how they're doing, all that good stuff. I'm just curious before we go. Well, you you want to see it? Yeah, man. If if there's a way right. you want to disconnect or anything. I just got a pretty nice, uh, I just got a pretty easy setup. I got that snake plant. Because here in my room is where it's you kind of get that shade. Oh, okay. Got that snake plant, just got a pothos, a philodendron, another philodendron, and a monstera. Okay. My hey Lynette has a monstera. How's it doing? It's doing pretty good, actually. We have a uh it was a gift and it it started with like maybe four or five leaves and now it has like 20 or something. It's it's doing really good. Oh dang. Nice. Um, and then I got this. Um, I got this like palm tree. And it's dark outside right now, but a lot of my other plants are out on the deck for right oh, now. Nice. So in the winter, I'll bring them in. Oh, nice, man. So thanks for sharing that. If anyone's uh, listening to this, check us out on the links in the description, the show notes. You'll see this uh, podcast in the video format. So you can check out Terrence's setup. Again, one more time. Thank you, Terrence, so, so much for joining us. <laughs> my Always good talking to you, Hoy. <laughs> You know As this. Always. Thank you, brother. So we'll catch you in the flippity flip. And uh, next episode, hopefully my wife will be here and we'll be able to conversate, join us, follow us, uh, ping us, whatever the, the the sayings are for, you know, podcasts. I don't know. Follow <laughs> us. Um, check our Instagram out, all that good stuff. And uh, we'll catch you later. Peace. Thank you for tuning in. We truly do appreciate it. This episode was sponsored by us. Please check out our website, huelvalenzuela.com where you can find prints, the latest podcast episodes, stickers, whatever you'd like, go check it out. We truly do appreciate it. Thank you. See you again soon.